What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 185. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there's no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I'm feeling pretty good today. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother, Mr. Mark Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there's no expert I trust more than the man I call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world knows him as Derek Powell. I call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Oh, everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How you guys doing? We're well. Uh, you know, America is in trouble. The world is in trouble. Uh, this past weekend, uh, there was some uh, release photos of atrocities committed by the Russian army against the Ukrainians and, and, and a town where they were executing Ukrainian soldiers. Um, and the photos are extremely graphic and hard to stomach. And, and, and I've said this, and I said this to a friend recently, that those pictures are just the tip of the iceberg. We haven't had a chance to interview the survivors of uh, that town. I think if you have a chance, Mark, you can look it up while I'm talking. Uh, he hadn't had a chance to, to interview the survivors of that town. And I guarantee that when we start talking to people and and interviewing uh, the residents of, uh, I think the town is Bucha. Uh, I'm looking it up. Hold on. And, and, and when we start interviewing those people, we're going to find out that there's even more uh, atrocities being committed. There's been more horrors. There's been assaults. There's been sexual assaults. There have been uh, children straight up murdered, old people, women straight up murdered. Uh, and we're going to find this out because at this point, at this point, the world is really, really, um, the world needs Jesus. I, 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 you know, that's all <laughs> I can say. I mean, at this point, because we are really, really in bad shape. You know, we, we watched that event. We watched what's going on across uh, across the uh, uh, on the other side of the world and we shake our heads at the atrocities in, in Ukraine and then we wake up in America to yet another mass shooting in Sacramento. Six people dead, 12 people wounded and it's gotten to the point and it's sad that I'm going to have to say it out loud but it's gotten to the point where we go, oh, only six people. Yeah. Because there's been so many mass murders, so many mass shootings in America. We're, we're getting used to it. The shock is starting to diminish. And we should never, as a society, as a country, as a people, we should never be used to all of this nonsense. We should never be used to the idea of, of, of a mass shooting, of somebody uh, breaking out firearms on the streets of our cities and our, our country and, and taking the lives of six people and severely impacting the lives of 12 others. Because again, when they say 12 wounded, you know, some people got grazed, some people had uh, flesh wounds and other people are going to be uh, perhaps dealing with the, the consequences of, of those actions 
for years and years to come, perhaps for the rest of their lives. We don't know what, what the level is. I mean, anytime you hear the word wounded or casualty, we just go, oh, okay, they're still alive. We don't know what that alive looks like for them. We don't know if they're alive but paralyzed. We don't know if they're alive but blind. We don't know if they're alive but lost a limb. We don't know. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's sickening. Follow that with yet another story in we were talking about Brooklyn last week, but in our beloved uh, hometown, Brooklyn, New York, yeah. 12-year-old boy, 12-year-old boy, 12, sixth grader, shot and killed while sitting in the car. This is where we are. This is where we are. And, you know, I, I was watching, and you know, we, we talked about this, the Oscar fallout last week and I don't want to beat a dead horse. But I think part of that Oscar fallout is it, huh? Or slap a dead horse. Or slap a dead horse. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I see what you did. Uh, I don't want to beat or slap a dead horse. Um, And I don't want to, I want to keep a dead horse out of my mouth as well. Um, (laughs) But, but I think that we are all dealing with some kind of trauma in this country. I think America is is severely traumatized and, and whacked out in, in ways that we don't even know. We've gone through uh, four years of Trump and all of that brought for us. We've gone through a global pandemic where we had our whole lives turned upside down. We had, uh, you know, we were locked down in our homes, fearing for our lives for, for over a year. Then you watch the fallout of that following an election where we thought, wow, we can exhale. Then we had, we watched on TV, we watched a live coup attempt, an insurrection, a coup attempt, an attempt to overthrow our government like you see in a third world country, uh, live on TV. We watched it. And, you know, all of these 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 slights and these traumas, we watched, Eric, uh, um, we watched um, um, George Floyd. We watched George Floyd for almost nine minutes, be choked to death. We watched a a live-action, police-sponsored snuff film. We lost Kobe, Kobe and Gigi, in the beginning of of, of uh, uh, 2021. So all of this, man, all of these these, these things that are just kind of hitting us and, 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 and attacking and assaulting our psyches, I think is starting to culminate in some real, real sick behavior. We've had... Mass shootings. We've had mass shootings. We 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 had uh, in the last year. I remember when the guy in Atlanta, who in Georgia, who was who was shooting up the uh, Asian uh, massage parlors. Mm-hmm. Um, there's uh, we're at the point where we can't even remember. Them. Uh, we had the one in Texas uh, a, a summer or so ago. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah, Anthony, we have. I'm just going to read off a couple of things. North Virginia, two killed, three hurt. Uh, Madison Heights, Virginia, one killed, four hurt. Arkansas, one killed, 27 injured in a car show. Houston, one team killed, three three wounded outside of a birthday party. Fayetteville, North Carolina, three killed, three wounded at a hotel. Dallas, 10 wounded. It goes on and on and on. And that's this weekend, Keith? That's this weekend? weekend. That was this weekend. Dang. That's insane. I was saying all before, it's it's like uh, it seems to be every president's or recent president's 
uh, birthright to have a mass shooting during the presidency. I was had a list, and it's weird because you would think the gap would be tighter, but it's it's uh, Lyndon Johnson only had. <laughs> This is how crazy this sounds. Lyndon Johnson only had one mass shooting <laughs> while he was only, president. Only, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dang. Seventeen died. Then he had Reagan. That was that was that, that was that, that was uh, Kent State, right? Kent State. Uh, University University uh, of Texas at Austin. Um, oh, okay, okay. Reagan had three. Um, the biggest one was the McDonald's in San Ydero, California. I don't remember that. Um, Forty people died in his administration. Uh, first Bush had four. The biggest one was a. Uh, uh, a restaurant in uh, Luby's restaurant in Killian. Luby's, Texas. yeah. I thought, okay, I thought that was Obama. That was Luby's. That was yeah. the one in Texas. He yeah. had four. He only had 41. Only had, only had 41 die. Uh, Clinton Clinton had eight. Um, wow. Columbine was the biggest one. 62 dead in his in his administration. The second Bush had eight. Virginia Tech. Oh, I forgot about Virginia Tech. Holy cow. All right. All right. Yeah. Blacksville. <laughs> uh, 75 died in his administration. Barack. Had twenty four, the biggest one being the or the most notable being the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida. Um, okay, I think that right. one had forty eight died, but in his administration, two hundred thirty six died. Um, Trump had four. The biggest one, I guess, was the uh, route. Um, oh, the music festival in Las Vegas, but the guy shooting from the uh, the hotel, yeah, right. hotel, right? Yep, eighty three died. And then obviously uh, yesterday, Biden had his first one. Um, I I'm not sure how many we said died, but six. Well, six six he's early wounded. He's early in his presidency, so he's bound to have at least, judging by numbers, at least two and a half more. I guess if the numbers average out right, if that seems insane. But yeah, that's that's where we are. You that's know, only since nineteen sixty six. That just gave you since nineteen sixty six. That's that's the numbers. Wow, that's something. That is crazy. And I, I know Anthony, you mentioned um, that you know we, we kind of we, we're not shocked. You know, because, you know, it, it happens so often um, for me. After Sandy Hook with those kids and right. and remember in Virginia, like um, there was a shooting there and like an elected official, he was playing softball. He got shot, too. Yeah. Right. right. That, was, that, was, that was at D.C. That was on the, on right. the uh, D.C., mall. the borderline. Right. So when when that happens and the gun laws don't change in those two incidents, I just said this is just. I don't want to say I'm not shocked, but it's like business as usual. This is the norm because the only way it's going to stop is you got to change the gun laws and that's not going to happen. And when those two, those two events took place and the kids more than the elected official, cause he, you know, he was on his, you know, playing a little softball. Okay. They didn't know he was there, but the kids and everybody knew and nothing has changed regarding the gun laws. As Mark said, this is early for Biden and his presidency and you you know there's there's sad to say there's going to be some more and hopefully it, it, it won't be as as bad you know that's you know it, it'll be like i guess we said the number is three to be considered a mass shooting hopefully it's just three you know three and that's it but it's 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 going to happen it's just when it's just when you make a great point you know uh, you talk about the the uh, uh what was this i forget this this the uh, congressman's name yeah uh, gabby gifford uh Gabby, Gabby Gifford was shot before this. I thought she was in Arizona, Arizona, right? Arizona, yeah, she was shot. She was shot, shot in Arizona, but then this other guy and, got and, shot. Yeah, there's another and, one. And right, uh, 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 Scalise. Uh, uh, is it Steve Scalise? Is it Scalise? I think I, it's. Uh, it could be. I have to. I have to check. It was a company softball game. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, yeah, it was the 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 Democrats and Republicans. They have an annual softball mm-hmm. game. I think it's Steve Scalise. 
Um, and Gabby Gibbons had been shot before. In fact, her husband is is uh, the senator from Arizona now, uh, Mark Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he ran for senator. And and to your point, yeah, you know, I mean, you have two Congress people mm-hmm. who were shot. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, Gabby was shot in the head, mm-hmm. and, and, and uh, I think I, it's Scalise. Yeah, he yes. got a serious Scalise. injury. Scalise. He got a serious. Yeah, injury. he's he's still he's still in bad shape because he he was. Shot multiple times uh, in in at close range, mm-hmm. and um, you know they didn't vote to change. He didn't vote to change the law. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I, you, I would have been running. Exactly. To the <laughs> <laughs> it's there's too much money involved in that right. game, man. It's too much money, and NRA is not a, a big group of people, but they have no. a lot of lobbyists, and a lot of money is being paid. So. Like Dirk said, if they didn't change it for the kids, yeah. they ain't changing the it for nobody. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Well, I mean, you know, listen, full disclosure, you are a legal gun owner. You own, you own, you own, own guns. Um, but I, I think for you, you know, you go you go practice. I mean, I, I you know, I'm sure that they're, they're some some of your guns are for protection of the house. I don't know what you need a a nuclear missile for. But <laughs> But but for the most part, you go target shooting, you and your wife, it's something that you enjoy doing, and that's fine. And I have no issue with that. But I don't think, and correct me if I'm wrong, do you need a large magazine for anything you're doing? No, not really. Not at all. Oh. Okay. Mm-mm. They had an incident uh, this past week. Uh, girl killed her cousin, and he, she had a big capacity on, on the gun that she was using. They were showing it off. And she shot him by accident in the head. Oh. Then she ended up killing herself because right. I guess the hurt and the shame that she just took her cousin's life. And this was all done, I think, on Instagram and people were watching. 12 years old. I think the girl was 12 years old. Her cousin was 14 or 13 years old. But what is a 13 and 12 year old doing with a gun, first of all, then with a gun with a capacity to shoot more than 20 rounds? Well, here's, here's my other question. Uh, and I'm going to use you because this this is this is your area. How do you feel about background checks? How do you feel if they go all up and down and and make it? How would you feel if they made it tougher for you to get a gun? Would it be would it be an issue for you? No. Would you support it? Would you not support it? No, I would support it. But okay. the, the problem is not background checks. It's that you can go certain places and buy guns, and this is what they do. They run them up and down the highways. They bring them into New York. They sell them on the street for uh, little or nothing because they ain't selling because they can't sell it for the, the original price that they sold it for because they have so many, and that's the problem. You can't stop every car that's on ninety five or eighty coming into New York, into Jersey, upstate New York, or wherever to stop people with the guns. That's not what you can do is make the bullets really, really high that they can't afford it. The Chris Rock joke. I mean, yes. you know, about you know, that's, you that's charge the a thousand dollars for a bullet. Then, if you really want to kill somebody, it's going to cost you. Yes. Oh, uh, I mean, now I have been pulled over multiple times on ninety five. So they clearly have no problem stopping me. Well, um, you, I guess, you stood out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that is that is a thing. They talk about these things called straw purchases, where you know somebody will go in. 
uh, clean license and say, yeah, I want to buy, you know, a bunch of AR-15s. Yeah, there was a case. And somebody um, would give them the cash. And you can go right in the right in the store, sign the paperwork, wait the time, come back and pick up your, if you order 10 AR-15s, you buy the 10 AR-15s and then uh, you turn around and you, you know, the, the person that gave you the money to buy the guns takes those guns and they take them either down to Mexico or, or as you said, up to the Northeast or wherever. And sell them, you know, out of the trunk of their car, yeah. and 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 make a profit. Yeah, if I remember, um, there was a kid from the Bronx. I think he was a student at, I think at your old school, Anthony, in Virginia, and he was running guns up from Virginia to New York. Damn Cavaliers, boy! Trust them at all. But he was a student. You know, he had Virginia license, whatever, and he would bring the guns back into the city and sell them. Wow. Damn shame, them smart ass Cavaliers. <laughs> no bison you, doing that. You know what's crazy? You know, you know they get pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? Keith Keith mentioned the, the the I guess the young lady was thirteen years old. Correct, Keith? Who had? The, I think uh, she was twelve. 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 Damn, that's old. even worse. Now, when we go back and let's say we let's go seventeen and under, eighteen and under, we're finishing up high school, right? Have you guys? ever encountered an issue 18 and under that made you even think i need to get a gun i just in my for me i'm gonna speak for me i don't remember that happening 18 and under like i need to get a gun to resolve this matter i i, I just don't remember coming across this when you tell me a 12 year old got this type of clip and she kills the the cousin and then kills herself how do you get access to that and what is happening in her life or, you know, any of these young kids where when you 18 and under, you need a gun to solve this, this, this dispute that you're having. Yeah. I mean, you make a great point. You know, the only time in my life, uh, growing up in Brooklyn, uh, Linda Plaza, shout out to Linda Plaza, East New York. Uh, I remember being in an elevator and a, and a kid, I knew this kid, I'm going to say his name, but uh, anyway, he, he got a gun and he pulled the gun out to, uh, I guess, show that he had a gun. And my only concern was, you know, this is a scary little dude who's, you know, a bit of a punk, mm-hmm. and now he's standing behind a gun. And the worst thing on the planet to me is a punk, some, some, some soft-ass person with a firearm mm-hmm. because they're scary anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to take a lot for them to have an accident. That's what I was concerned with while he had the gun out. He's like, yo, you know, and I, he's, you know, he's, oh, you ain't got no jokes now. I'm like, nah, I ain't got no jokes now. And, they would have um, and this is true. It's on the elevator and, you know, and he, you know, he put it away, but I'm saying I didn't want, you know, again, it's not, it's not a toy. Right. And, you know, and in the process of him trying to flex, he could have accidentally shot the gun and all yep. of a sudden now we have a tragedy. Right. And that's, that's the thing to your point, Derek. And that is, I can't remember a beef right. or a situation or or even, you know, I mean, we grew up in the era, in, you know, of, of street gangs. Yes. Yeah. You know, where dudes would be like, yo, someone, you know, these cats is on the block. These cats are looking for you. I don't remember even then thinking, yeah, I need a gun to protect myself. Right. Never. Right. You're, now, if you remember, the toughest thing in our era was like the brown 007 switchplate knife. Remember I remember, those, yeah. I, I remember yeah. those, you know, but I don't remember the gun thing where, and, and that's because you got in the middle of a circle and you, you put your hands up and you, you know, you win a loss, you dust your stuff off and it was over. But 
I never knew of something that came up where in that age bracket, like, these, you know, you tell me this is a 12 year old kid who is handling a weapon, kills somebody and now takes her takes her own life. When did it get that serious? Well, you know, what did we miss? Are, are we, you know, things are changing that rapidly. And we're the guys saying, as we always say, get off my lawn. That's just the way things are. Well, I think I think the big change happened. I'll let you go after this, Mark. I think the big change happened during the crack 80s mm-hmm. when suddenly, you know, like uh, I mean, drugs have always been sold in New York City. Yes. Uh, drugs have always been sold in, in, in urban centers all over the country. But prior to crack, it was heroin. It was weed. It was cocaine. And generally speaking, the cocaine dealers were not doing any kind of uh, high level violence. The heroin dealers were not engaged in a bunch of high level violence. Yes, they had weapons, but that wasn't, you know, it wasn't that that type of deal. Crack, almost like social media, allowed everybody to pretend to be a gangster. Right. And I think that that's what happened. All of a sudden now, you know, you have this cheap product with this high potential for for uh, profit. And everybody is in, is, is, is in the market to try to make that profit. You had these street wars, and if you're having street wars, you can't have you can't settle a beef in a circle. You know, when 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 you know, not with thousands and hundreds of thousands, millions is on the line. You can't settle a beef in a circle. All of a sudden, now guys are getting guns, and 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 the, and the and the soldiers are getting younger and younger. And I think we opened up a Pandora's box that we can't we can't go back from. And to Keith's point earlier about about the NRA, these guys have been pushing laws to kind of make it easier to shoot, you know, these castle laws and these stand your ground laws and these, you know, open carry laws and these can, uh, no, no, no license check concealed carry laws. And somebody says, somebody says they allow you to carry without having a permit. Yeah. Concealed carry. So, uh, you know, gun culture in America, this is the only industrialized nation of the G8, the G12, that has this level of foolishness anywhere in the world. This is a a uniquely American product. It's not being exported. This is an American product, an American thing. It's it's insane. Go ahead, Mark. No, you're right. A little backtrack. I'm, quite frankly, a little unnerved by the the elevator story because I I know what the elevator is like. I mean, I've been in the elevator, those elevators a thousand times, and you just think, man, that could have... Could have gone wrong real quick from somebody being real stupid and real immature and real insecure. But uh, as far as you know, this strictly strictly American problem, we have developed two things in this country that only happened here. We are the birth of hip hop, and we are the birth of the mass shootings because no other countries have. I mean, I know I think it was Australia or New Zealand had one relatively recently, but that's something that is strictly. And truly an American deal. I, I don't understand. I don't understand gun culture. And it's crazy because we talk about these kids, you know, popping off these uh, these rounds, squeezing off these rounds. And it's not like you see in the movies where the guys and he's pointing and shooting. You ever seen a video of these guys literally spraying bullets? It's like it, it, they're just as scared of the gun while they're allegedly professing their, uh, their macho-ness. And they just run up and the, they're, not, they're not even aiming at anything. They're just mm-hmm. going in the general area. Pulling the trigger, so they have no idea who they're shooting at. It's just, it's insane. You when you watch these these videos, these we call the B rolls, it's like, what are we doing here? What you know? What are we talking about? We're talking about practice. What, what I don't get. 
I just don't understand. I, I have no idea of why and where this all started. I, and and, it, and it actually, it was a great point that it probably did start with the high volume with the uh, crack ep- epidemic, but it's just. I mean, yeah, happen with again. Crack ep- yeah, with the crack epidemic, I mean, you, that's when you started seeing uh, guys getting, you know, gangster rappers talk about the AK, you know, getting these these yeah. rifles, these, these, these Kalashnikovs, and starting to get these automatic weapons. And all of a sudden now, you know, instead of, I mean, again, we grew up in an era where if somebody had a gun, it was a revolver. It was a pistol. Yes, it was a, a six-shooter, a 32, a 22, small caliber, you know, revolver pistols. Um, nobody had magnums. Nobody had 45s. Nobody was carrying Glocks. But suddenly now you have, you know, Berettas. All of a sudden, you know, that's when the police actually, as a function of, of what was going on in the street, the police went from their 38s. To having to be armed with Glocks yeah. because they were outgunned right. on the streets. Yeah, yeah. You had, you the- know. So, uh, you know, I mean, we watched movies like Magnum Force. You know, guy, you know, Clint Eastwood bought his his forty four, and guys had three fifty sevens. It was like, wow, that's big time. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's, it's it's comical. Yes, you can't defend yourself with that. You know, you had the the twenty two with the the black tape on the handle, and uh, you know, to get a good grip on it. Not not speaking from experience, but you know that's what they told me. <laughs> you know, just in case, man. And, and now, you know, you 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 walk around. You know, I'm a bust you. You know, you hit around. I'm a bust you with the AK, and you're like, this. this you know, you, that's a war weapon. You need to be over in somebody's war fighting with that. But when you got that in the inner cities, and you hear the the, the number of lives that can be lost within a few minutes, man. And all you got to do is just spray that trigger, man. It's insane, man. And you fighting over what? You know, uh, a, a small piece of a, a block or something, you know, you know, I don't know, man. But he gives the girl a, yeah. a, an alleged snub, you know, a, yeah. a brush in, you know, hey, I, he stepped on my shoe, you bump, you bumped into me. Don't you know who I am? Usually excuse me, usually Exactly. Can you problem. say excuse me? My bad. You know, <laughs> yeah. excuse me, my bad. Mm-mm. And that just doesn't do it nowadays, man. You know, it's it's it, it can what go to the next me? level real me? quick. You oh, know, sorry. and that's crazy. No, people go to the car, and that's you know, like I said, and, 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 and these in this situation, I'm, I'm not sure about the Sacramento situation. I'm gonna talk out of turn, but but that's what happens. Somebody has a, a beef in a club about something silly. Yeah, somebody goes out, and this, that just happened uh, during was it All Star Weekend, right? That was the situation, All Star Weekend. Yeah. And then- Guy went to the car, yeah, pulled out the guns, and and and, and started and started shooting. You know, here's what people don't realize about and I'm, I'm glad you said it's a weapon of war, Derek, uh, the AK. It is, man. When you fire an AK, it, it goes through cinder block. Oh, yes. Easily. It goes through cinder block. I, I know. I know you know, Keith. It goes through cinder block. You know, and here's another thing I want to say. And, and again, I can't name names. But when I was teaching uh, in a situation where I was working in a school where we had a lot of uh, students who were gang banging, gang affiliated, and it was known. Kids knew certain individuals had arsenals in their homes. Mm. I'm talking about 14-year-old boys with shotguns, AKs, uh, more than one pistol in their house, in the PJs. Tell me, tell me, America, how, how is it that your kids are in the projects in your home with these weapons, and you don't know nothing about it. Because they don't check underneath the bed. 
They don't check under the bed cape and they don't care where the TV, the new TV nope. came from. Exactly. They don't care where, 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 where uh, the, the steak dinners came from. They don't care about none of that. Don't tell me that this that, that y'all can't be aware of that because I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure, you know, as messy as my room was, I still couldn't have kept no AK-47 hidden <laughs> or, or, or no shotgun hidden or no you know, multiple pistols hidden. For my parents, I'm pretty sure. He remember walking out, this, coming out the door, coming out with the dog with a gun in their mouth. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, can we play with this? No, put that down. So yeah, I, you know, it, it it is sickening. It's 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 more and more disturbing. And as I said, you know, we we I'm I'm afraid that we are getting numb to it. And that's the that's the that's a dangerous place to be to be numb to it to to see this stuff and just go oh okay and as I said it was only six and you you think it's only six and this is following you know all of these these mass shootings uh, that you mentioned Mark and, and that you mentioned Keith uh, this just just you know I, I I was surprised to even hear that list that you read Keith of all the shootings that happened this weekend yeah, I thought he was giving like a history lesson <laughs> uh, yeah I, th- I was I thought it's like you know over years but this this was just this, this past weekend. Yeah. It's just not New York. It's everywhere, 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 everywhere. Um, and you know, I, 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 somebody, I think one of you mentioned the uh, the Las Vegas shooting. Do you remember how insane yeah. that was? It wasn't like 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 Sandy Hook. There's no videotape, right? We didn't see any videotape of Sandy Hook. We didn't, you know. I mean, we don't know. Um, I know that the police officers that went through it. Uh, were traumatized by what they saw, you know, because what, what people don't realize, you know, keep just mentioning, you can talk to it again. Uh, if an AK can go through a cinder block, I can't imagine what an AR-15 does to the body of a, of a four or five-year-old. Anthony, if you uh, have a, what they have, the the, the scope rifles, uh, the snipers right. use, uses, so it travels uh, distances. They, they go through cinder blocks, through buildings, through people. So the guy in Vegas shooting from the hotel, he has a sniper rifle. So he's hitting one person. It's going through that person, hitting the next person and the next person behind him. That's how those bullets go through people. And and it's it's, it's just crazy. Oh, it's yes, that's how it works. That one the, body, it ain't staying there. It's, it's, no, it's, it passes through. Oh, you got to remember, your body is like paper. Yeah, Imagine like- a bullet going through a piece of paper. And it keeps that's how that's how that's how a bullet goes through a body like paper. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, it's 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 hard to fathom. It's hard to fathom that that after all this, we're still talking about we need to do something about gun control, and 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 these politicians who are bought and paid for won't make the move. They'll tell you that you can't have you know you can't have an abortion, or they'll tell you that you can't say gay, but they don't give a damn if we shoot each other to death. That that that's that's insane to me. Just got to change. I think, you know, a friend of mine said that we need to, America needs to hit the reset button and start this shit over. Because right now, it, it's, it's, this game is, is jacked up. It's got so many glitches and so many uh, hiccups in it that it, it's, it, you can't even play it no more. It's insane. Um, speaking of, of, of insanity, um, your guy, uh, Swaggy E. Uh, Watch your mouth. Eric, Eric Adams uh, was down in D.C. this past weekend. In fact, talking about the same thing, because, again, mm-hmm. uh, as we, we mentioned, we've had uh, an uptick in gun violence in the city, an uptick in, in gun crime in the city, uh, an uptick in, 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 in shootings in the city. 
And uh, he was down there trying to, you know, figure out what what was what, what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm not advocating for a stop and frisk. I still, you know, uh, maintain my, my my position on that. Mm-hmm. But we certainly got to do something. Uh, I think you know what? Let's start bringing back the the uh, metal detectors in the schools. If the schools don't have them, I don't care. Bring them in mm-hmm. uh, and start maybe having some metal detectors. Uh, or X-ray machines as you go into 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 the subway. I'd be all right with that. If I gotta go through it at the airport, then you know I'm in the subway by myself. I don't know what's going on. Put the metal detectors there. I mean that 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 sounds good, but that we we not gonna go that route, man. Um, you you gotta go back, and you know I've been pushing this. And I, I, I if you listen to this is what has happened from January until today, Biden has been to New York City to talk about guns. Eric just coming back from D.C. Talk about guns. When he does his press conference, he says, we're asking the community for your help. Somebody knows who these people are. Watch out, Eric, in the in the upper brass, how they're speaking. Somebody knows who these people are. We need your help catching them. So when they go and they switch the tactic to tactics, they get to say, well, we asked y'all for your help. It ain't nobody no man, man or baby in it. We asked y'all. So now we got to do it our way. But we did come to your affairs and nobody has come to them to say anything. But when you get a chance, you know, and God forbid, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. But if there's another shooting and when he goes out and he does these press conferences, we need your help. We need the community's help in identifying these shooters. And nobody says anything this afternoon. This afternoon, he's with the two parents, the mother who lost the child and the and I guess that's either her sister or her sister-in-law whose daughter is in, you know, you know, critical but stable condition, 19 year old saying got them saying somebody say something. Please, we need your help. If you're, you're nobody so right, comes, if, say it again, Keith. You're so right. Yeah. You're if so nobody right. comes forward and he's done this in the past. Now we got to do it our way but we did come to you guys first i think that's going to justify his next move after biden coming here him going to dc he's asking the community now i got to take it into my own hands and that means going back to anti-crime and undercover and just using some fancy names for it so be it but we got to get some of these guns off the street you're right dirk um because when they were doing the interview you know like on, on the news they was talking and there was a young lady who said, yeah, they're selling guns on the corner. And I'm going like, if you know they're selling guns on the corner, why you ain't telling? Mm-hmm. So people know who who are the gun runners, who are the shooters. Of course. They know, but they ain't saying nothing. Anthony just said it. Supervision just said it. If you're not asking about the steak dinners and the new TVs in the crib, come on. They know who these folks are. And you're forcing the police hand because if you watch so far, you know, nobody has been complaining about the police being aggressive. But that's getting ready to change because remember, these shootings are happening on a a couple of lukewarm days. God forbid when it gets hot and people are really outside. So they got to do something and they got to do it quick. And it's sad to say that is the way I see them leaning because of the words that they're using in their press conferences. 
Well, here's another point uh, that uh, needs to be made as well. These shootings are starting to tick up in the areas where the people register and vote and pay taxes. Mm -hmm. And you're starting to see shootings in areas, you know, not just in the hood, but you're starting to see them in, in the Forest Hills and in, in the Kew Gardens. And all of a sudden, every, every now and again, it's an armed robbery. Uh, you know, I mean, right by me, there's armed robberies in, in, in areas that, you know, people in air quotes generally consider safe parts of New York City. You know, when we've grown up, you know, in the hood. So we kind of understand uh, what crime looks like, what crime feels like. And I, I, I want to say this, you know, out loud. Yes, crime is ticking up. Crime is bad. Crime is, is, is it's worse than it's been in a while. It's still not. And if anybody wants to know what it was like, just, just watch some old newsreels of the 1970s, early 1980s. This is not that. But it could very easily get there because, again, we, we're talking about people following a pandemic where a lot of people lost their lives. We've been talking about the, the upcoming evictions and all of those things. People are kind of on the razor's edge. Uh, inflation is making things highly, highly expensive. And so people are, don't have their, their dollars are not going as far. And it's not going to be long before you start to turn to crime. It's, 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 it's before you know it, you pack it and you, you, you know, it starts out in the store or you start slinging or whatever you're doing to try to make ends meet. And that's going to get you running afoul of, 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 of the law. So, yeah, you, uh, I mean, uh, again, um, I think you're right. Both of you guys are right, uh, Keith and Derek, in terms of, uh, you know, people not saying nothing, you know, and, uh, like Mark said, you know, the old Nino Brown line, don't nobody know nothing. <laughs> I think they need yeah. to put the tip line on. I think they need to start paying people for tips that lead to arrests, mm -hmm. uh, anonymous tips that lead to arrests. Uh, and, and slides, you know, I mean, you know, obviously you, know, you, you better not buy a TV with that money, but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, find out, you know, start, start putting the, putting the thing on, 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 uh, you know, on, on a, on a hotline, a three, one, one hotline or something like that. And if it leads to an arrest, um, and there's, there's a way for them to, to put a little money in your pocket. That's what they need to do they because they, people do know. Of they course. have those tip lines out there. Um, I mean, every day when I go into work, I see a, a sign telling me basically if you uh, if you know something, you know the, the tip line, the lease arrest, blah blah blah. I just think that you said earlier, or we talked about earlier, how we are going so far. It's it's almost hard to roll that wheel back up that hill because, but, but whether it's in song, whether it's rap songs, typically telling about don't snitch and don't do this, and everybody's saying. You know, don't do this. Don't trust that. Meanwhile, the person that they're saying not to trust and don't trust, they're the ones that are getting getting crushed by it. I mean, every day we have the the the, the shooting, and you have the mama who can't stand up, and all these stories, and these politicians show up and they say this is ridiculous, and then they go right back to it. And part of it, I think, is that we have we're not we're not becoming we are desensitized to these numbers to these reactions to these sound bites i mean i know for me i'm desensitized because that's what i do every day i see it so I, it takes me a while to process of what really happened like quite frankly we were talking about uh, prior to air shooting in brooklyn and i know the age of the kid even though i had done that story for about five hours because i'm just so desensitized to wow. a shooting in brooklyn shooting in the bronx a fire uh, a shooting in 
it, it all runs together. I mean, we just we just did the uh, the mass shooting by presidents, and we were like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh yeah, it's like the greatest hits of, of shooting. <laughs> it's like, oh, you remember this? Hit? Right, yeah. and, it's and, a montage. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that was that was a good one. I was, I was really. Good. That's how bad it is. We're so spent that Derek said that a thousand times. If the standing hook didn't get you, then what is going to get you? I mean, what do you yeah. you have to do? You have to kill the baby upon inception. Maybe that would be the thing you like. Yeah. The baby's conceived, baby's killed. Maybe that would be the thing where people will say, "Well, that's too far." Because at this point, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to make people just think this is crazy. And for the people living in those neighborhoods where you know that it's you know man, man, who's baby's mama, blah 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 blah, who's doing such and such. I can't speak to that fear because I don't live there, but it's, there's clearly some kind of a grip of fear and or false loyalty because the loyalty should be to life, to human life, not to some kind of code of whatever. But like I said, none of us, I mean, we can't speak to that because we don't, we don't, we don't live. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me speak to the irony of what you just said. You know, um, they won't do anything about uh, curtailing the right to guns. But they're racing ahead to stop women from ending their pregnancies. So in other words, the fetus, a a batch of cells that's not even a human, is worth far more than a 12-year-old boy sitting in the goddamn car. Yeah. Politics is the most asinine, ironic, whatever word you want. It is, it's it's insane. The stuff that, that they will stand up for and not stand up for you. Go that makes it. It breaks all kinds of the logic. It does. It, it makes no sense. So yeah, the the kid who was full armed and, and becoming fully formed and Sandy Hook, he's okay to kill. Um, but the one that has nothing. I mean, no. I know some. Write me all you want, but no real cognitive ability, no thought, no sense of self. That one. That one. You gotta have. You you gotta have that one. That is just yeah, you gotta protect that, but you you don't have to protect 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 people who are actually here. Now yeah. you know, uh, it's, it's, okay. now you know in that in, in this car shooting that we're talking about, folks, that happened in Brooklyn, there's an eight year old little girl who's also in the car who didn't get hit. How does she move forward? You know, with the with the trauma that she experienced, the grandmother is in the beautician because it's her beauty parlor. She's inside working. You know, and the kids come there, I guess, after school, you know, they're having their dinner in the car. She's in there doing somebody's hair, trying to make a decent living, giving giving these kids something to eat. She's inside. She hears the shooting. She comes out. She sees this. The, j- just the trauma and the therapy that that family's going to need is just crazy. Crazy. And it wasn't the car that the shooter was looking for, but it looked like the car. It's a case of mistaken identity. Yeah, I mean, but it's, yeah, it shouldn't be a mistaken identity. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't be that stupid a fucking criminal that 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 you just you go start spreading. And I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm just saying it in, in general to all of these guys. You know, I don't care where you are. If you're in Chicago, if you're in, in Philadelphia, if you're in New York City, if you're down there in Newark or Trenton, uh, I'm sorry, man. Enough already. You know, L.A. Enough. Houston, Michael, enough. Yeah, like- Miami. Uh, you know, uh, enough. Anthony, when does just the general, there's people around 
I can't take out this gun and just start firing because I might not hit the person that I am shooting at. I might hit innocent bystanders. When does the, the, the common sense or like, or just the thought in your head, it doesn't have to be common sense, just the thought there's people, there's other cars around. Why I'm going to pull out this high capacity gun and just start shooting and hope I hit the person that I'm shooting at. But what happens if I miss and hit some innocent people and uh, kill this young boy, as we just said? Mm-hmm. When, when does the thought goes, the process goes through your head? Or you or are you that angry and that upset that you just got to make it happen right then and there? I think you you just hit on it. That's the, the last thing you said. You're, they're that angry and that upset, Keith, that they just have to make it happen right there where they pull the gun. And as Mark was saying earlier, you know, not like you. I mean, like you said, you go, you go to the range, you know, every week. You shoot at a target. You 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 know how to fire a pistol. They they say, and this is this is for people who don't understand what we're talking about. They say shooting a pistol. You can back this up, Keith. Shooting a pistol is one of the hardest things to do. Like they, they say, if you want something for protection for your house, they tell you to get a shotgun because you don't have to really be great at aiming a shotgun. Just shoot in the general direction. You should hit something, but firing a pistol. It's hard. You have I've to be it. trained to, to aim and shoot a pistol. Yeah, it I've done it. I, I was uh, at a, gosh, it was maybe five, six years ago. We went to some uh, range, and you would think, it seemed logical. I, I think we were about maybe six feet away from the target. So you figure, how hard can it be? I'm, I mean, I'm right there. I couldn't hit the target. And, and the I'm standing there. was moving left, moving right. Left moving right. right, right uh, yeah. it, it's just, you would think that I would be able to hit something. And I was probably hitting whatever the tree because it, it was a gun range, so it was, that paper never moved, never even fl- fluttered. <laughs> like, <laughs> so imagine you got adrenaline and and anxiety, right. and you run up to the, the corner, and you just there's no way in the world you, if you hit. It's just impo- It's not. It's just not. It's not a movie. So I was I was sitting there locked in, and I'm concentrating, and I'm doing all this stuff, and I'm trying to, and I hit nothing. So with mm. I think it was six shots I took. I was like, and I got it first. Like, this is ridiculous. I just, well, this, first of all, I didn't find it fun, but it was ridiculous. I was like, this is insane. How can I? What miss I have that learned, problem? which is this is true, guys. What I have learned: real killers walk up to you and they shoot you. That's what real killers do. Up close and These cats out here are not real killers. They just shooting. But a real killer is walking to you and he's going to put it to you right then and there. He's not, he's yeah, not going to no, kill no I mean, innocent people, anybody else. He's going to kill you because that's 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 what he's he, he's going to do. Nobody else. Yeah, like Sonny sending off a two in the head. That's it. That's it. Two shots apiece. <laughs> Drop the gun. <laughs> Point range. You can't miss. Those yeah, are real it, it's, I mean, I, I I guess. I mean, it's, it, as I said, it's just it's just insane the whole situation. Um. You know, before we go, there's, there's a little beef uh, uh, brewing. And I'm not sure if it's even a beef, but, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the elder statesman. He's always been – I love the show. Show Have y'all watched Showtime on HBO? I haven't started watching it yet. Awesome show. I love the show. But, uh, you know, Kareem has always been uh, high-minded. You know, I mean, his brain is higher than most most people's brains, except for two. And his thoughts are up there. And uh, he recently criticized uh, LeBron James, uh, saying that uh, LeBron is, is, you know, I think that they're honoring uh, Carmelo Anthony. I think that, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, for, for Carmelo for for uh, social uh, for social justice, and 
he criticized LeBron about his social justice, you know, uh, bona fides. And, you know, uh, LeBron, you know, I, it definitely does his, his fair share. He's, he's outspoken. He's been outspoken. He's been up front. Uh, Carmelo's certainly been putting in the time and putting in the work. And I just guess for a guy like Kareem, when you come from that era, I don't give a damn what you do. It ain't enough. <laughs> it ain't enough. Exactly. It ain't enough. <laughs> it ain't enough. I don't care what you do. If you ain't did like Ali and Kareem and Jim Brown and them two, you just came up short. I'm sorry. Yeah, hey, Anthony, yeah. So all y'all going to come up short. Hey, Anthony, um, you hit it on the head because I'm a Kareem fan, but I took issue with him coming at LeBron for what it is that Bron has already done and continues to do. In my opinion, I thought he was nitpicking. In my opinion, I sense a little jealousy because of the Bucks. Not what he's done, but the bucks that he's made. But I also understand what Kareem, you know, you know, I don't feel it because I didn't experience, but I know where he's coming from when you're being discriminated, when you're fighting for change, when you're actually out there on the front line. And he might be feeling that because Braun wasn't out there on the front line, he will never be able to accomplish what he and Ali, um, Jim Brown have accomplished because they were on that line and that what they did has paved the way and made it better for LeBron's of the world and Carmelo and Chris Brown. I get that. However, the work, the LeBron's body of work, when it comes to this so, the social justice and what he has done for kids, I take exception to what uh, Kareem says. I, I, I yeah. hear the bitterness. I get it. But LeBron has done more than his fair share, in my opinion, so far. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Uh, I think you're, you're 100% right. I, again, I, I just think, you know, to 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 his point, I'm going to let you get in here, Mark. To his point, you know, I mean, again, it's like, I don't give a damn what you do. do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you just it's because of, of like you said from the from the era. I mean, LeBron and Carmelo and all these guys have money. They have sure. the media coverage. Yes. They have all of the 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 benefits of the, of the of the of the the fruit that was the tr- fruit trees that were planted by these guys. Sure. Now they're benefiting from it, and so I guess the expectation from 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 the old heads. Is that y'all got to do more? Because you you know you don't have, you don't you don't have to do all the groundwork. The groundwork's been done. Right. Y'all just got to take it and, and run and run further. Yeah, yeah. Now it's it's at times like this that I wish and it's obviously going to sound stupid and crazy that I, I wish like people like Ali would have been around to see what he thought. How did, what was his perspective on not what Kareem said, but what these guys are doing now? Like I would love to know what a brain like that because he was evolved before evolution was going on. I mean, he was. He was the one or another guy who, who who was thoughtful and had this kind of sense of, you know what, or where I am or what should be going on was Arthur Ashe. I would love to know, like, what would those guys think of what was going on today socially? You know, where, you know, where, where would Kobe. they be? Kobe. Yeah, we got Robert, but, we, but at least we got some sense of Kobe. But, yeah, Kobe, he would have been great because he was he was he spanned two eras of basketball and Social media, quite funny. No social media to social media, but like I would love because I was. I mean, Jim Brown. I haven't heard from Brown, Jim Brown, in a while. Um, Kareem has always been outspoken, but he's like you say, he's kind of 
he has like a high brain and it's not I'm not we're not slighting him we're just saying he's one of those guys that's he's a deep thinker he, yes. you know what Kareem is what Kyrie thinks he is and <laughs> <laughs> hey don't be talking so, about Kyrie like that so uh, it's true that's a good point so that's how you, you you get I would love to know like especially because I mean think of that table that picture that photo it was some some pioneers who had no they were the stars net. of their time. They were. They, they I mean, no Bill net. Russell. You didn't get no bigger than yeah. that. So I would love to know, like you know, if if that would be the room I would like to be in, not the room of LeBron and his little uh, the show he does on I think a Showtime with the uh, the barbershop show. Barbershop. Yeah, barbershop. I would like to know what those guys think. Now, and another guy who, who has that sort of same sense is Isaiah Thomas. Another guy. I mean, he's he's he, who who has a sense of of what has happened. And, and where they are, but I would I mean Kareem, not Kareem, uh, uh, Ali and Arthur Rash. I think would be just brilliant to know what those guys think of situations yeah. now. Yeah, perhaps Kareem is looking for, I guess, LeBron to be more out there in the front, like they were in their times. You know how they um, all got together. To maybe he's looking for that from LeBron to lead these NBA players the same way he led them. You know, with Jim Brown and all of them, and when we had the Black Lives Matter, you know, they had the bubble and they all did, you know, what they had to do. But once the bubble was over, I think you said it, Mark, you haven't heard anything else about it. Not a damn so, thing. So, they, they so on the maybe that's now. what Kareem is looking at. Like, yo, your guy started something, but you're still not doing it. I know they're doing other things and so forth, but maybe Kareem wants them to be more out there in the front, being that he's such a uh, superstar. Like you know, I said... <laughs> I like Kareem. He can't do no more, man. This is ridiculous. This guy don't put people. He got a, a school. He doesn't send kids the whole school to college. Come on, man. You got to fall back. You know, I, I just believe it might be some jealousy. And the number one reason, and Anthony hit it on the head, he may be feeling you could never do enough, which is fair. Because they paved the way, but you don't have to verbalize it. Why not just go right to LeBron like Anthony has mentioned? Maybe you two guys need to sit down. And then Kareem responded, yeah, that's definitely something I I, I need to do. But why couldn't he do it right out the gate? Damn it, he played for the Lakers. You did all the damn time, man. Come on. It's, it's Kareem trying to stay relevant, man. Come on, man. He played for the Lakers. He did every game. Whether he playing or sitting in street clothes, hey, um, hey, Bron, when you get a chance, let me sit down and talk to you. And fortunately, LeBron did not respond, as Mark was saying. I think he said it off the air. He LeBron didn't not. respond to that. Yeah. You're just like, okay, man. You know, I, I I hear what Kareem is saying. Yo, have a conversation with him. Don't go to the media, Kareem. Put him on your show. You didn't have to. Exactly. Hey, on, yeah, the, the show. He's got a show. Bring Kareem out exactly. there. Put him on the show. Have that conversation. It could be heated. It's good. You know, I know what good TV and good radio is. That's that would be good. That would be must see TV and must see radio. Uh, before we cut out, I mean, the playoffs are upon us. It looks like the Lakers are going to be out in the playoffs. Um, but uh, and LeBron will LeBron have more good. time. Then they're going to be out. They're going to have more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yo, you know what, Kareem? Oh, yeah, you got plenty of time. Kareem going to say, "Nah, don't talk to me. Get out there on the front line. You ain't in the playoffs." <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is LeBron win the scoring title? Yes or no? Mark. I don't. I'm not sure how much he's up. I, I would say yes, but I'm not. 
I, but he's I say hurt yeah. right now. He's hurt right now. He has I mean, uh, I mean, how many left? Same. I don't know how many games left. That's a crazy. I, don't, I mean, I'm no, like no, I, enough games to keep there's that four out. games left. Yeah, four. And, all right, I guess who's behind him? That's the question. I'm not uh, sure. I think Giannis and and Joel and B are very like it's like yeah. very tight. It's, real it's like a yeah. point or two. I think he'll get it just by you know he'll win it by like so like Steph won uh, last last year over uh, over uh, Beal by percentage points so like well, that. I, I don't know. Uh, listen, listen. Is uh, LeBron is thirty point three, and Beal is thirty point two, and Giannis is thirty point one. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, in my opinion. The reason why Braun gets it is because what he's the he's the facilitator on offense, where the other two guys got to wait for somebody to get them the ball. Not Giannis. Let's, let's, Giannis go coast to coast, Dirk. Trust me, this is Braun. Now, when it comes down to the MVP, I I got Embiid. Sad to say, Mark, I'm going with the Philadelphia 76. I got yeah, Embiid for the MVP, man. Me too. Me too. I want him to win it. I think Joker is going to win. Joker's having a ridiculously and as much as I want Embiid to win, I, I want him to win because I think it'd be good, for, you know, for Philly and for him. But Joker is a problem, and he's having a ridiculously <laughs> great year. So I, I gotta go with Joker as much as I want Embiid to win. Yeah, I was, we were talking about off the air, uh, Keith. I was talking to Mark, and I was saying that that you know Joker. I mean, we see Embiid. They get they they get and Giannis. They get all and, and LeBron. They get all of the TV games. Right. We see them all the time. You know, you don't see Joker. You hear about Joker's almost like it's like it's like Bigfoot. You never see him. You hear about it, uh, and then when you get a chance to see him and watch him play, like damn, this guy is good. But you, then you don't see him again. Um, but he's putting up like historic numbers. I mean, Embiid is having a monster year. Giannis, quiet as his cat, yes, is having a monster monster year. And if he wanted again, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think they probably have some Giannis fatigue and want to give it to somebody else. But uh, I, I think. I think there's a, 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 a out there. There's a there's a there's a a feeling that they should probably give it to Embiid. I think Embiid might get it. That's my prediction. But uh, I mean, I, if, Joker, if Joker got it, I'd be like, you know what? I well, well earned. Well, well deserved. Yep. Yeah. You can't argue with it. Uh, and finally, uh, um, uh, last thoughts. Uh, as I said, we talked about. Uh, uh, LeBron and our, and our our league MVP conversation. Um, your boy Cap is in the news, Derek. He's been going everywhere he can. He's on a he's on a he's on a on a PR tour I've never seen before in my life uh, to get himself a job somewhere. So, final predictions of the show: Will Cap be in an NFL uniform next year? Yes, Derek. Yes, Keith. I think he would. He put out a hell of a show at uh, Michigan. Yes. Okay. He, he showed well, out. I think so. If if, if it's ever going to be a time, I would think this would be. It's a now. Time. They got they got to right a wrong. They got to right a wrong. They got to right a wrong. All right. So the cap is back, and Derek's watching football in twenty twenty two. Good right. for us. That's right. Oh, also, well, who we got tonight for the championship? Uh, college basketball. Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, to, yeah. North Carolina. Well, I'm hoping Carolina wins. I don't think they will. I'm going Carolina. 
I want Carolina uh, over Kansas. I don't think they have enough to beat them big boys in Kansas. Boy, if your um, father were here, y'all say that now. Y'all going to have a problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And your uncles, you ain't supporting North Carolina? I'm just saying, man. Well, I, I'm my, saying I, my, I'm supporting them. I'm, I picked them. I'm just saying I don't think they can beat I want them. Hubert to win. He's a former Nick. I like him, but I think Kansas has a better team. But I want Hubert to win. I'd be great for Hubert to win. First year. Win the it would be great for Carolina to win. I think it's it's you know great I mean it's, it's 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 a great story. Eight seed. I mean you know well, only Carolina could be great team. underdog. North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, but, but they, they've been having down years. It's down years. Rapping team, you know, from North Carolina. You know, maybe finally get over the hump. You know that little team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a long time since they've had a championship. Squad, Carolina. but this could be the year. I, I, I'm curious to see. I'll be watching like all of you. Uh, listen, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, you've been missing out. I mean, we're here every week, but you, you, the listener, you have been missing out. Not all of you, because some of you, the ones who are subscribing, the ones who tune in every week, you already know what's up. I'm talking about the people that you know that have not subscribed. So make sure you do so. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. You can find us on, on, Every uh, podcast platform there is, you can ask Alexa to play power to the people. Alexa will play power to the people. Uh, you can find us on social media as well. You can go to Facebook, uh, power to the people on Facebook, press the action button on the, on the site there, and you can listen to the latest podcast, or you can leave comments and, and statements about what you like, what you didn't like. I'm not reading what you didn't like because I don't really care about what you didn't like. My <laughs> our, our job is to talk. Your job is to listen. But you can leave comments. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at Power to the Peeps, P-O-W-E-L-L, the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Power to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us all on Instagram, and you can find us back in the same location next week. See you then. Peace. Peace. Peace.